What's up, everyone? It's Friday, and it's Shiro Show. I'm Saturn Dave, and I've got... I'm Patrick. Patrick! Okay, we'll go with Patrick today. Uh, do I keep going back and forth between the It's totally again? fine, man. Um, you, I like you both. Said, you, said, you said Dave, right? I said Saturn Dave, but I'm Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. Oh, yeah, Trino Patrick, okay, Dave, yeah. Saturn Dave, Trinico. We'll figure out the names eventually. One of these streams will be able to streamline it get the names down i'm, I'm just giving Not you a hard, one. hard time bro um no let me one. see here i am gonna maybe take no your one. video and boost your uh brightness well maybe i shouldn't yeah, mess I with it actually <laughs> i look kind of dark I'm yeah you do shadows. you do okay well, wait of Dave. Oh, no 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 i can so i can actually fix it in post like i can fix it in the color correction so let's do that is that better Maybe a little bit contrast. I look, I look angelic now. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Look better. Yeah, that's good. Okay, cool. I'm looking uh, kind of angelic. Not gonna lie. Yeah, it's weird. Like, um, so we're both using green screens, and it, every week, from week to week, the lighting situation changes. Especially if we have like any kind of windows open, or if uh, if it just the I don't know, our camera is getting a different exposure and stuff. I so need it's to like get more lights. I need to have the lights shine on. Me. I mean, even I like I'm. You've got better stuff than I do, to be honest with you. I'm using I'm using like a desktop lamp. I'm using like some overhead uh, fluorescent lamps, and I'm just like using what I have, you know. So I'm doing it on the cheap, <laughs> but it works. Yeah. yeah. I'll get another light in here. I'll get another light shining on. Yeah, me. yeah. Shine but um, how have you been? How have you been this last week? I've I haven't been... talked to Pat at all this whole week. Because <laughs> I've, I've just been on vacation. I've been really busy. I've that's had right. A wedding. I... See, so yeah, I've been going to a lot of bachelor party. It's been like it's been like a bachelor week. Mm -hmm. It's like we're doing lots of hangouts and stuff, doing a lot of partying and stuff, been on vacation. So I've kind of not been very, very busy with a uh, very yeah. active with Shiro recently, and in the chats, if you guys can notice. But yeah, no, yeah, I, mostly, you did warn yeah. us last week, <laughs> so I kind of yeah, knew you so, would be. Yeah, so it's uh, it's been going pretty well though, getting nicely refreshed. Uh, went to the wedding last night. That was kind of fun. Yeah. So I got I had a nice suit. I was thinking of going on stream with it, but I thought it was a little bit too much. You did share wanna... some exciting news today. Do you want to tell sure. folks that, or is that still a secret? No. I mean, it's not a secret. I just don't want to tell people. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, not so many ways. You'll tell I'm me anyway. <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, I recently I. Uh, for, as you said, for those of you that don't know, for the last, or not the last two years, uh, 17 and 18, I went to E3, uh, one as myself and then 18 as Shiro, but I could never get any media media passes, but uh, this year I applied for media and uh, I got in, so Shiro yes. is officially part of E3 as media. As media, podcast, so, right? Yeah, podcast media, so it's been pretty good. That's uh, going to be like, awesome. I, hopefully, hopefully we can do it when it's in person, that'd be kind of cool. Well, yeah, I mean, it, this is a good, uh, a good foot in the door, you know, uh, doing it, yeah. doing it uh, virtually, and then who knows, you know, you at least have we at least have that on our resume, or we will, you know, have that on our resume. So yep. that'll be awesome. So I'm probably gonna be busy. Yeah, so I'm gonna be pretty busy that week of. So yes, it's gonna be a busy week. But uh, how about you, Dave? What have you been up to? Well, um, let me think. I got a new game pickup which is really rare because I have not picked up new games in a while. Like, I kind of stopped collecting for a while because I just kind of had a lot and not enough places to put them. And uh, um, I got... But, like, I've been thinking, like, I really want a bowling game on the Saturn. And there was one released, um, albeit only in the U.S., and it was ASC Games... Uh, ASC Published, uh, ten, 10 Pin Alley, which was also released on the PlayStation. So this, was, this would be a port. And um, it was developed by Adrenaline uh, Adrenaline Entertainment, if uh, folks are familiar with that name, from the recently dumped Colliders. Um, Colliders was, uh, I, think it, I think it got dumped a couple years ago, and it was kind of like this weird kind of unfinished uh, futuristic hockey game that where you're like these little robots that are, you know, shooting a puck around. Um, and that was the only other Saturn game that I know of that they worked on. They were, there were some other ones in the, in the plans. But anyway, I picked up this game. I didn't have high expectations for it. I was just like, I kind of want to get a bowling game on the Saturn. And this one looks looks kind of cool. Um, it turns out to be actually a lot of fun, you know. And I was actually thinking it might wow. be fun to show you guys some some cool stuff. Because I, th I think it's a... I think it's a game that's worth the 20 bucks that I spent on it. So, and considering it Is was there like a lot of bowling games on the Saturn. 
there are not <laughs> that I'm aware of. There's only um, one that's a Japanese exclusive, and then there's this one that's like a U.S. exclusive. So go figure. Um, and if anybody, chance. yeah. So it's a, it's a it would be a boring podcast if we just did bowling games. But maybe we could sometime do like a we could do like a parlor games. You know, with that which has like billiards, bowling, maybe some card games. You know, throw in some haunted casino there for a nice Ooh, red nice. label, right? Get yeah. some, get, yeah, some, get some, get our red label games. Get our, on. get our podcast pulled. Uh, no, but you know, that might be fun. That might be fun. Um, yeah, no, that's why I, I picked that up. And then I also picked up, a, a another magazine to add to the collection and that was cool. But other than that, no, I've just been playing catch up after coming back from vacation, lots of stuff that I have to get done. And I was kind of panicked today because I was just literally, um, burning the candle at both ends to get everything done. That said, uh, another reason to play Minnesota Fats, Nick says. And actually, yes, Nick did. He did a video on that, right? And it was awesome. I, I'm pretty sure that's like the video that I that I go to for that. I don't have a copy of Minnesota Fats, but his video made me want to get one. And I've been I've been watching a copy on eBay, but it tends to go for like $40. And Nick will have to tell me if it's worth $40. I, I'm kind of hoping that I can find one for like 30 and then I think I'll go for it, but... You Isn't know, it weird that like games like that are like like a minimum of forty dollars, and that's the cheap ones. Yeah, it re- it really is. I mean, there are there are some games that are even cheaper, but they they're really like the bottom of scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of quality. Like I think Minnesota Fats is actually a pretty decent pool game, and it's got some of that like cheesy FMV in it that people like for like the B movie aesthetic. So because of the low print run combined with the fact that it's like the only one of the only billiards games on the Saturn that I know of, I think that it, it tends to command that kind of price. Whereas there are still games out there that are like $20 games um, and, and maybe less for like a U.S. long box. But um, uh, let's see. He says it plays fine. It's just not incredible. And, and that's the thing is it's like I don't think it's like a $40 game. So I'm hoping to pick up a copy dirt cheap that's in relatively good condition um because i do think that it's it's something i'd like to pick up but anyway i'm sorry i'm rambling what uh did you have any other news uh, or just want to get right into the news (laughs) uh let's get right into the news i think i'm good on updates for now yeah yeah me too like i said not much else to to report other than that but um i'm super stoked that you got that email from e3 so i'm excited to see what comes of that See, I'm not sure what I want to do with that. Maybe, maybe do some like live streams, like a, like live stream the press events. Yeah, like with commentary and, and stuff. Yeah, we just found out today though, but we can talk about it. I mean, uh, let me know if you need any help. But your your Shiro Bros will be at your side, <laughs> at the ready. You know, if you need any kind of support or help with that. But definitely yeah, glad mostly, that you're representing. Yeah, most of the events I'm going to be focusing on is just set, uh, Sega stuff. So mm-hmm. I'll probably take a look at uh, what they're going to do for the Shin Megami stuff. Mm-hmm. I know they're just releasing Nocturne, but I know they're coming out with a new Shin Megami game, so yeah. probably a lot of Sega and Atlas stuff, so once that news drops on all the press conferences, I'll put a focus on that and either mm-hmm. write some articles up or have you guys help me out with some articles or figure something out, but I would like to do the press conferences, like, stream together, like, if we can sync a time up and just take a little break and just, like, all get in chat and just talk about it. Yeah. That would be great. That would be great. Yeah, yeah so right. first up, we only really have four articles to talk about, but there are some other little bits of news that we can discuss after after this. Um, first yeah. up is Daniel, our, our most recent addition to the editorial staff. Um, Daniel Thomas McGinnis, his second PTM. part two of four of his Saturn 3D showcase um, was dropped. Um and of course, again, this is a really long, I will just scroll it here so you guys can see. This is a really long article, so it's definitely maybe not one sitting, but I mean, the cool thing is he he broke it down for you in little bite-sized chunks, writing, um, you know, like a one-paragraph blurb about each one of these games. International Victory Goal, of course, Jeff Minter's uh, Tempest 2000, awesome game, plays awesome on the Saturn. I think most ports, most folks, you know, will talk about it on the Jaguar because it does happen to be like one of the good games on the Jaguar, which there are not many. I don't. I'm sorry, I said it, but you know, like there are not that many what? great you games. Like super, you don't like the Pitfall game on there? That's pitfall. only average. Yeah, or Cybermorph. 
Um, you know, where'd you learn to fly? Truth be told, I can't say much because I'm a 3DO fan and I know that it's like that close from being, you know, like people have a hard time disambiguating that with Jaguar when they like get ready to like chuck consoles into the trash bin. Well, well, here's the thing the the 3DO actually had publishers that actually supported it. I mean, yeah, Konami put on Police Knots, you had capcom put like the street fighter game on there which is one of the best ones this is true did jaguar have like friggin mm-hmm. uh the wor- some of the worst fighters of all time but being a hardware being the hardware nerd that i am like i definitely can't i can't lie and say that i haven't wanted a jaguar i would love to get a jaguar and that little toilet seat cd add-on you know but um truth be told it's a little out of my price range now uh when it comes to i mean like yeah i could blow a bunch of money on it but then you know i wouldn't have money for saturn games and stuff so um anyway i'll let i'll I'll just leave i'll just leave that to andrew rosa mastercast tv i'll just let him i'll live vicariously through him and he can be like the the jaguar guy and i'll just watch his videos you know and kind of be jealous every once in a while yeah he can have that flex every once in a while though he'll drop a video where i'll just be like yeah i'm good i'm glad that i don't have a jaguar (laughs) um man but um as far as this article goes you know he's got some panda dragoon on here virtual fighter 2 no graphics comparison or no graphics article would be complete without mentioning Virtual Fighter 2 because it really did. Um, not only was it a good looking game, but it really was the game that caused the industry to shut up a little bit and like give the Saturn a little bit of respect, like and maybe a second look in terms of like, okay, this system actually can do uh, some really cool stuff in the right hands, you know? I've been reading you know, some magazines. Jaguar. Jaguar. Oh no 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 yeah I'm I'm kind of scrolling and moving on Jaguar. in this article <laughs> we're not on Jaguar I know, anymore. Somebody somebody's making fun of you for saying Jaguar. It's Jag Jaguar. Jaguar. Br- the British Jaguar. The British way to say Jaguar. It. Jaguar. Yeah. Jaguar. I don't care. Jag- Honestly, I don't know. Jag. Let's just call it a Jag. Tom Charnock. I you could argue, argue with him about what you call it. No, but uh, let's see. Virtual Fighter Two, great game. Um, recently we get the, we got the virtual fighter five, uh, reboot going on. So that's, um, really, really big. I'm I'm like seeing like nothing but virtual fighter five stuff lately, just because I'm a Saturn, I'm a Sega fan and it's just coming up on my feed, you know? So yeah, well, it just dropped recently too. So exactly. So it is hot news. Yeah. And they got that retro mode, which I really like. Um, so you got some virtual cop here, of course, another, another great port and a great, uh, great good graphics for the time of course like you know it actually still looks really good though it still looks really good you know somebody actually commented i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and blast them (laughs) not really blast them but just put their comment on blast it says you honestly don't see how knights could run on the n64 are you serious and you're seriously impressed with international victory goal (laughs) are you for real (laughs) i like you know there's nothing wrong with honest comments everybody's entitled to their opinion truth is a lot of these games that we're talking about here, we're talking about in the context of 96, you know, or 97. And and let's be honest, yeah. like if you if you go ahead and pop in Jet Moto, you put Jet Moto into a PlayStation, fire that up. It's it's a mess of polygons on screen. It's not as good as you remember it. Maybe Jet Moto 2 cleaned up a bit, you know, and it's true uh, um, you know, because of the way that Saturn renders 3D, some games, some ports um got more love and care on playstation and they look a little cleaner like i would argue tomb raider looks a little smoother around the edges you know but i still prefer it on saturn you know because i like if we're gonna have to be limited to a d-pad i'm gonna use the saturn's d-pad not the not the playstation one d-pad but yeah a lot of this stuff it's just like you got to look at it in context yeah, near perfect put a, put a lot of nice looking 3d games on there though like yeah some of them some of them i like i think one of the biggest effects i hate is the um mm-hmm. is you know the, the 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 morphing graphics like the morphing shapes yes and i think while there is some on the saturn it's like mitigated like the way the playstation looks it really is there are exceptions though um case in point and i mean we recently streamed some winter sports games which we're going to be discussing in an upcoming podcast and yeah. um whereas steep slope sliders really didn't have that issue the zap snowboarding games um which were japanese exclusives they really had it like it looked like you're on a rotating drum or something like that you know and the and the yeah. the, the the snow is just kind of like falling you know like somebody mentioned it looks like it's a it's an avalanche going backwards and you're like trying to escape the avalanche 
Yeah, was so that on PlayStation as well, or was that Saturn exclusive? The Zap snowboarding games, I think, was just a was just a Saturn deal. Somebody correct okay, me if I'm wrong in the say, comments. I was gonna say because maybe it might just be using stuff that the PlayStation did. Yeah, and um, changing it. But I mean, you know, the Wangen Dead Heat games and the Shitoku Battle, the Drift King games, those look amazing for for early '97. You know, mid '97. That's that's just about on par with what PlayStation was putting out. And a lot of people, when they think of PlayStation, they've got '98, '99, 2000, 2001. And they've got all these games just kind of like floating around in their subconscious. You really go back to look at like what games were actually impressive for the time. I mean, Gran Turismo didn't come out until late 98 and Saturn was long dead, you know, before then. And, you know, I think Gran Turismo was an absolutely fantastic looking game on PlayStation. Um, Possibly not even doable on the Saturn you know give or take i don't know there was some definitely some stuff being pulled off with this with the playstation's hardware that i would argue just probably couldn't be done on saturn but the thing is vice versa you know there's some things that the saturn can pull that that the playstation couldn't do just because of certain limitations you know so anyway it's kind of a silly argument at this point (laughs) because it's all hindsight it's all retrospect but i do love these articles oh man here's a game right here i so want this baroque I so am looking forward to an English translation of this game on the Saturn. Uh, it's like a dark horror, uh, you know, game with ghosts and weird demons and stuff like that. And there was a plate, there was a Wii remake, but it's just not the same. It doesn't oh. have the same ambiance as the Saturn game. I uh, know for- there was a remake of that on the Wii. There was, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you can check it out. For, for context of the story and everything like that, but again, like for the vibe, it, it feels much changed. I mean, because they changed the entire graphics engine, and along with that went like most of the the whole the whole vibe to it. You know, it's really got this dark and kind of scary vibe on the Saturn. Whereas I wouldn't, <laughs> I would say that it's kind of toned down on the Wii. And uh, yeah, no, I just I really i really love the look and feel of the game but unfortunately it is just really heavy on japanese text so i can't get through it personally and uh pepsi man in fighting vipers yes <laughs> there's pepsi man in fighting vipers uh nick was nick was shouting that <laughs> that's kind of crazy yeah it's crazy fighting vipers is a is a is a really fun game um i feel like it kind of gets overshadowed by you know the virtual fighter games and then last bronx and even uh and even fighters mega mix which does incorporate fighting vipers so i I feel like folks tend to leave fighting vipers out of the competition out of the conversation but i have a copy of it it's really fun have you ever played a big fan of last bronx to be honest are you not oh see i i like it personally i like weapons fighters and you know the saturn i'm not a big fan of the tashinian games even though they were like hugely popular back in the day um, yeah, I think Shin wasn't my favorite game as well. I just feel like I feel like Last Bronx does it better, um, but I I can understand. You know, not everybody is really into like the whole weapons fighters thing. Um, but yeah, I um I will say Last Bronx looks and runs really well on the Saturn though, so it definitely is like a graphics showpiece. Um, Savaki is kind of like a kickboxing UFC type, uh, well, Japanese UFC, not really UFC, but it's like a kickboxing mixed martial arts game, uh, Japanese exclusive, good stuff. All Japan Pro Wrestling featuring Virtua, that's another solid game, and uh, English funny friendly. It's like a 1 2D and 1 3D, uh, 3D uh, Japan Pro Wrestling games. Yeah, I know. The, uh, the, this one it says featuring Virtua because I think you get to you can select one or two characters uh, uh, from the the Virtua Fighter series, um, nice. and I haven't played that game. I haven't I haven't played this one much more beyond like uh, firing it up off, off of uh, uh, an emulator one time. So I really need to give it another look because people keep swearing by how good it is. Um, World Series Baseball '98, of course. Uh, it's a good looking good playing game they it does change the formula to 3d instead of 2d but um it's a great game and most people swear by this one or greatest nine the the japanese variant um got some bomber man fight on here good stuff anyway i'm not going to go through everything here oh winter heat there we go so yeah if you guys are interested in reading daniel's takes um uh, i mean obviously it's op-ed 
Um, but I think he makes some good cases here for you know why these games are worth a worth a look and uh, and why they do add to the the uh, the conversation in terms of Saturn's 3D capabilities. I just really played Super Bomberman Fight. I've been meaning to play that, but I just haven't had the chance to play it. Bomberman Fight. Um, yeah. I think yeah we did Ben and I did like a stream of it and I really enjoy that game I really do I, th I feel like it's uh you know maybe not worth like what it goes for now on eBay um, but it's definitely a fun game definitely one to absolutely throw on your satiator and and try it out on eBay now well um probably like 60 like the 50 or 60 dollar range and um some of that just comes from the fact that it's a bomberman game and the proximity to like bomberman um i, I could actually check actually you know just just so i'm not like throwing that out there let me see bomberman fight i got mine believe it or not um sega lord x gave me a copy <laughs> he just like sent me a copy yeah um, i remember those are pretty cheap like in when i when i was just get, getting more into the library for the imports yeah, like it was like maybe a ten dollar game or something along right. with uh, okay, along with Saturn Barman and the other one. Barman oh hey, was. you know what? It's not that bad actually. I was completely mistaken. Maybe I was thinking of Barman Wars. Um, it's it's like a twenty five dollar game, but then there's shipping from Japan, so add like another ten dollars. But um, it's actually not as bad as I thought. Definitely hmm. one, definitely one to put on your satiator. No. I mean, it's, you know, if you're going through a list of games trying to pick and choose because <laughs> you're limited on space, I think it's worth it. It's a fun game. Or and just get a one terabyte one and put all the games on there. Exactly. What is Nick saying? Uh, Saturn hardware can get generally, uh, generally go deeper than the PS1. The catch is to use the Saturn to its fullest potential. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the thing is, the Saturn doesn't have... Um, the Saturn doesn't have, um, so as far as like chip architecture goes, um, the the PlayStation has like that specialized graphics chip. Um, whereas instead, the Saturn relies, you know, it has VDP. It has the VDPs. What was it? What was that? XL two was saying it's it's not that it doesn't have a D. It has a DSP, but it really comes down to like memory utilization because there's always bus contentions since they're always sharing the same bus. So that really ends up being the thing, um, but yeah, most pro but slowdown is the killer yeah. of, of that. Most programmers that we've talked to, and we've talked to a few, um, have have sworn up and down though that those Hitachi's are are blazing fast, and that they can pretty much match the speed or exceed the speed of the PlayStation um, just by um, when it comes to like processing power. But yeah, yeah. you're always always those bus contention issues. <laughs> um, incidentally. Uh, House of the Dead. So new details. The house. I, the I went dead. ahead and put this up because yeah. Um. So there was a live stream. There was a Twitch live stream, uh, the other day, a few days ago, and uh, this was. Let's see. This was a. Um. I want to call out the. It was Fragments of Silicon, which is a podcast. And they did a live stream and interview with Arthur, last name cannot pronounce grego zinc right from forever entertainment just call him just call him arthur from forever entertainment that'll right. save us arthur, some time there you go arthur from forever entertainment of course they did a live stream and of course um throughout the the course of the live stream he you know took questions and revealed a few new details about the game and i did a little write-up here and then i also released a tlr tldr update for folks who don't really want to have to read but they just want like the bullet points so essentially yeah. it's built on unity same as panzer dragon remake mm -hmm. coming to first to switch but they're currently testing on four different platforms by testing i imagine they're just kind of like messing around and seeing how how easily it can be ported to certain platforms likely there will be a steam release and that doesn't surprise us considering uh honestly, considering what happened I, with I, panzer go ahead yeah on honestly i think with the whole situation, I think maybe the Wii, the Switch might be just the best console to play it on just because of mm -hmm. the ability to simulate the light guns and stuff on there. Because I don't think PC, I mean, maybe them actually, maybe with PC with the mouse, that, that mm -hmm. makes sense, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not like sure the how they're going to do that. I'm, yeah, yeah. I can see the mouse, like mouse clicking, but I don't know on the, on the PS5 or the Xbox Series X. Mm -hmm. Might be kind of weird. Um, Let's see here. So probably coming, likely coming to Steam. Um, the UI has been redesigned and modernized. 
Uh, they're going to have a classic mode, which will consist of the original game remade, of course, with updated graphics. It was mentioned that no, there's no option to play the original like code, the original House of the Dead, because sources are lost yeah. and it's quote unquote impossible to rip assets. Um, horde mode uh, is uh, to be a fast pace with 15 times the number of enemies, unlockable characters, etc. So greater challenge for those who are like pros of the game and need more of a challenge. Uh, nostalgic mode <laughs> with lower polygon graphics is to be considered if there's enough demand. So it's not something that's in there yet, but um, they're you know, I mean they're they're doing it with Virtual Fighter Five, right? They're do- and they they've oh, done do it. A Saturn mode where it, like it like lags every single every single second and looks like garbage. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be very interesting if they did that. Um, remade voice acting will be purposely bad, quote unquote. So um, they're doing they're remaking the voice acting, and it's going to be purposefully bad. And I can only think when when I think of that, I'm thinking like the 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 game that they released on the Wii. You know, that was like had a lot of swearing in oh, it. And overkill. Something. Yeah, Overkill. That was also purposefully bad. Um, what are so, you doing? You know, someone actually asked Gigaforce in the comments asked about the music and the soundtrack. Um, they actually did say that uh, the music is extreme will be extremely inspired by the original, but there won't be an option to listen to the original's OST. So take that as you will. Um, HD Rumble for gun shooting effects will be implemented. Several That's control. Kind of cool. So, yeah, several control options, including Joy-Con sticks and gyro controls. They get the ragdoll physics, you know, when you shoot the enemies, like, like they pop back. You know, that's a crucial part that will remain intact. Um, game demo may be considered, so it's not a guarantee that they're, they'll put out a demo, but they may consider it if enough people request on Discord and Twitter. So get to Discord and Twitter and request a demo if you're interested. Um, I see the team has worked with Sega, but they have not been in contact with AM1. The original developer uh not surprised a lot of those folks probably aren't even around anymore um yeah house of the dead one and two remakes are planned as separate releases they always were i guess from the beginning and house of the dead 2 is currently beginning <coughs> development so that's at least confirmed they're just they're starting on that process right now probably just in the project planning phase but um there's no information as far as the release but it's at least been confirmed that they that it's starting development Crosshairs will be yeah. different colors. Oh, did you want to say something about that? Yeah, just about the game in general. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. I, I think it might be. A, I think it might be the first step in trying to get all the House of the Dead ported because I know one and two. I know th- they have the source code for three upwards, but I don't know about one and two. Yeah, actually, I think they do have the source code for two. I just don't think they have it for one because they ported the two to the to the Wii before. So hopefully, by that time, they had backup of the code. Sorry, sending a cool. quick text me- text message. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I can talk while you're doing that. Yeah, I was I was just going to continue down the list so that we include we we get everything else out, uh, and then we can like su- we can talk about it and sum it up. So you got different color crosshairs for each player. The blood color can be changed, so I imagine you get the red and the green blood if you like it. Uh, mm-hmm. Price will likely be within the fifteen to twenty dollar range. Uh, reasonable. It's not too bad. For research, the team played the original game via original hardware and emulation. Um, House of the Dead remake improves daily and is currently in a, quote, better state today than Panzer Dragoon remake was when launched. So that's good to hear that it's all, they already consider the, the, this game to be in a better state than, uh, than Panzer Dragoon remake was when it was launched. And it's unlikely the game will make an appearance at E3. Oh, so and that's all we got. That. Yeah, you will. Uh, you won't be able to cover that. But hey, if we get a demo, though, you know, uh, if if enough folks get on their Twitter and their Discord asking for a demo, you know, maybe they'll they'll have one available, and you'll be able to cover it that way. I'd be down. Yeah. So Gigaforce, thanks for leaving a comment. Also, folks, our website. We have comment. You can leave comments. So if you have questions regarding our articles or you want to tell us that we're on crack and that uh, we shouldn't be writing articles, <laughs> it's totally fine. Just keep it. I shouldn't be. Keep that's, it that's semi-civil. And uh, yeah, no, and we'll try to do our best to answer your questions. So yeah, uh, it was confirmed for better or worse that the soundtrack, the original soundtrack will not be available. However, they're doing an incredibly, what did they call it? Extremely inspired soundtrack. And I'm kind of down as long as they keep the the mission one. I still think uh, 
was the mission one theme is the best is the best song in that entire series um absolutely agree with you love it S super huge feels and nostalgia for that so yeah yeah i'm just gonna have to play it though i'm an, i i know i'm a big house of the dead fanboy so i'm definitely gonna go get that and play that because i that's I right will, i must have beat i must be house of the dead too like 20 like f like 100 times almost yeah I, I i remember i wasn't with the podcast i wasn't like on the episode when you guys talked about the halloween games that one, i think it was the second halloween game uh episode that yeah. we did and you were talking about house of the dead and and uh I think you did say you weren't like a huge fan of the Saturn game, right? But you really love the original arcade version. And yeah. uh, you tend to want to like play that on emulation versus um, versus the Saturn port, right? Which we can all agree is kind of uh, could have could have definitely used some more time in the oven. Uh, yeah, for it's, sure. it's kind of a sadness, though, because I loved I love House of the Dead and it's one of my favorite games. But like mm -hmm. some of the stuff on the Saturn version just makes it unplayable absolutely agree you know and i mean for the like longest the time like a struggle to play for the longest time it was like the only way you could play the original house of the dead you know so this is this is a big deal for a lot of folks that really love that original game and of course you know news that they're doing the second one is great too because of course i think everybody agrees the second one improved um you know the second arcade game was awesome um, so mm -hmm. that, that'll be great but um it'll be really nice for folks to be able to play the first missions um which you really could only do on a Saturn before this. So, good news. Yeah. And honestly, I'm more excited to play 1 than 2 because I played 2 like 300 times. Mm -hmm. I, only played, I only played House of the Dead only a handful of times going to arcades, so... Yeah. I used, to play, I used to play it a lot at the movie theater, like waiting for movie to start, you know. Um, there was this one... see like uh, the Pokemon movie and shit? <laughs> Not that recent. Oh, oh, you're talking about like... The yeah, but see, I wasn't. One. I was not in into Pokemon back then. Oh, full disclosure. Yeah, no. I. I mean, I. Pro I wish I had been, because like I was just too. I was a little too old. Um, I was like in college, I guess, around that time, or going into college, and so it just didn't seem cool. Um, but like I knew people. Like I worked at a Circuit City at one point, and I knew a bunch of my coworkers were a little younger than me, and they were like totally into Pokemon, and I was just like I wasn't into it. And then now I'm like super into it because my kid's into it. You know, he kind of like, he like pulled me into it, you know, reinvigorated um, your love for the Pokemon series. Yeah. I, th I mean, I think it's great. I, th I think the entire series is, is excellent. Um, I, I always had this idea and I think sometimes as older gamers, we can kind of do that with, with new thing, newer things or things that are made for younger kids that, Oh my gosh, it's just, it's like this little game for kids, right? Like Yokai watch. That was my opinion before I like tried it, and I was like, "Okay, Yokai Watch is awesome. <laughs> I think I think this, yeah, the cartoon cool is awesome, and the game is fun too. You know, so it's like not everything that looks like it's for kids is actually bad. You know, I mean, you got to try some of that stuff out. So yeah, I absolutely love Pokemon. I think it's great, but Good I'm deal. a late bloomer when it comes to getting into it. So for sure. Oh man, next uh, we have Peter's Best of Saturn. Which and, is Worms, uh, one of my favorite which, games of all time. Okay, please talk about this, because you're automatically, by holding that opinion, you're going to know more about it than I do. I own a copy I, of I'm, it. I'm the Wormy Man. Okay, I, I, like, I own a long box copy of this, because I felt like it was one of those games that deserved to be added to a collection. But when I fired it up, I was disappointed. I was a little disappointed, because I was expecting a more fleshed out version of Death Tanks Vi, you know? I don't know if you've yeah. played death, the Death Tank games that are included in the Lobotomy games, you know? But I was kind of... Ex oh, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. I was expecting, like, a Pocket Tanks or, like, Death Tanks Vi, and it's a little different. So can you talk about it? Well, the thing you have to keep in mind is that this was the first Worms game on the PC. Like, this is the first iteration, not, like, the ones we get later on. Right. Excuse me, in the, in the life of the... Of the game, of the worm series, like this is like back to basics. So right. basically, Team Seventeen's the ones that been behind Worms that've been doing all the Worms like on mobile and the PC and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it really is the art. It's an artillery artillery game. So like the Death Tank, where you start to it's like a giant map. You start the round with like weapon sets and stuff, and you drop the the bombs in your worms and the enemy and the enemy worms, and you can even hit your teammates and mm -hmm. stuff. 
So I think the biggest challenge is to, to kill those ones, but not kill your own. Mm-hmm. And just kill them and like, and it's like it's like a humor game. It's like they have like funny things like the holy, the holy hand grenade where they throw it and it just nukes the entire map. Yes, like they have I... stuff like uh like like uh kicking people into water and stuff. It's a lot of fun. This is actually what got me into PC gaming as a as a as a whole because I remember playing this like at LAN centers with people and it was a blast. Nice. It was that in Counter Strike 1.5. Some of my favorite memories of. PC game and what hooked me to get back into it after years of not doing it and being console only. Right. And I mean, people yeah, talk so... about real quick though, people people talk about like the, the bom- Saturn Bomberman's 10 player mode being impressive. This thing this thing supports up to 16 players. Oh, but you got to pass yeah, control, insane. passing the controller. Okay, alright. It was not like 16 players simultaneous. Yeah, I gotcha. It's a game, so. I gotcha, I gotcha. Alright, cool. Yeah. It's a ton of fun. The, the The funny thing is that I played. I actually got a Japanese copy of it, and there's pretty much no translation to it. It just is one to one the English copy of it. Really, nice. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Fu- it's pretty funny, and it's kind of funny to see that because I actually have a Japanese copy. Of that. That's one of the first Saturn games I ever got. Mm-hmm. And it's all right. Um, like I said, it's rough around the edges because it is the first Worms game. But right. I mean, it seems one to one to what I played back in the day. Do you think that it's and you think it's a good port? I think it's okay. I'm not the controls were kind of weird to get used to because I'm used to PC controls. Right. But it wasn't too bad. I noticed Peter said that it is mouse compatible. So that's good. Yeah, mouse compatible. So um for for folks who have a, a Saturn mouse, shuttle mouse or whatever, um, there you go. Um, that's cool. I mean, I definitely, definitely, I need to play my copy more, you know, because, uh, it's one of those ones where I was like, initially, I think it was a matter of expectation versus reality. Um, but I just need to kind of like get accustomed to what it is and how it does things different than like death tank, for example. But, uh, but yeah, it seemed, it seemed like humor was a huge part of this, um, that that was just basically like a core. Yeah, the thing is that it, at that time it didn't establish the Worms art style that that it was known for. Yeah. So it's definitely rough around the edge. It, like I said, it's it's definitely like an early iteration of that. So if I were to recommend playing a Worms game, I wouldn't recommend this one. Really, what one would you recommend? recommend? Like Worms, like Worms Armageddon probably is one of the best versions on PC. Okay. Did that get a port to Dreamcast? Actually, I think it did. Actually. Yeah, I think I think I'll have to so. Double check. I don't remember. It might have been Worms 3D or something. I don't remember, but it could have been. I believe so. I'll have to double check. Or PS2 or something like that. Um, yeah, there's some ports. I could have sworn there's a there's a Worms game on this Dreamcast, so that might have been it. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Highly recommend playing that series if you haven't. It's one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna give it a second look. But um, let's see here. Um, next I, is an article that I just added today, and the reason it's I added the this categorized section. <laughs> oh right, uh, darn it! I didn't actually put it as like news or anything like that. Um, I always forget to do that. I always forget to tag the the yeah. category. Um, that doesn't mean too. I have to go in and fix that all the time on mine. Yeah, because I'm dumb. So basically, so basically, I did this. Uh, so I was thinking about okay, how do I, how do I help promote awareness for this you know and i was thinking about just doing like a tweet which i did a tweet but i mean i was like okay why why don't i make it an article and we can talk about it um because essentially there was a game that was released in the mid 90s called um angel devoid uh it was called angel devoid the face of the enemy now this is like a cyberpunk tech noir fmv based but like point and click adventure type game um, that ha- that has a lot of like quick time events, you know, so that you don't get killed kind of thing. And it was released for the PC um, by Electric Dreams Incorporated and really uh, published by Mindscape, MS DOS, and Mac OS. Our our very own I don't I don't know if we call him our very own, but um, Doctor Eric Amarez, the the dude who we um, we did an interview with, you know, on uh, Duck Corporation and True Motion Video. It's his video codec that's being used in the PC game. It's also his video codec that's being used in the Saturn version. And it turns out that uh, Night of Dragon uh, did um, in in 
in only a way that he can, I guess, you know, like I, I mentioned it, I brought it up in the translation discussion. He was like, well, let's just see how realistic this, this is. So he basically downloaded a copy of the PC version, downloaded a copy of the Saturn version. Within a few minutes, he was able to inject the video files from the PC version into the Saturn version, boot it up and it actually ran. Um, and there's like a proof of concept video that he uploaded, um, showing that it works like in an emulator. I went ahead and downloaded his patched image and I can confirm that it runs on, on real hardware as well. So Saturn recognizes the true motion, these, the English true motion video files, and it plays them back. No problem. Right. But the problem, the problem is that there's a frame rate difference and Eric, Amarez, he basically explained that the the system, the game system is counting frames and it's, it's using a simple system where it counts frames in order to determine when it should uh, prompt the user to press a button, you know, for like an action event, you know, and because the PC version is running at 10 frames per second, th that video is encoded 10 frames per second and the Saturn version is 15 frames per second. Um, Basically, you get killed before you have an opportunity to do anything because it's counting frames and it gets, you know, it gets to the event and plays the video before you're given an opportunity to actually, you know, click on something or select, you know, so it plays back the, yeah. the it plays back the entire intro sequence. It plays the video fluidly. It looks great. It's just that when you get to the first prompt, you die because you get blown away. Um, but it is a really cool I think at least it's a really cool like vibe to this game. It's very derivative and reminiscent of Blade Runner. Um, what else can I say? Um, I'm basically I'm so the ask K is like asking. So what's the ask? We need a programmer basically because Knight of Dragon he's got his hands full and he's like I I don't have time to work on this right now. Like we've proved that it works that you can swap the videos, but what's going to need to happen is either the original video files are going to have to be like remuxed or something, or they're going to have to just figure out a way to get the audio from the English version and swap it in to the Japanese video. Um, but long story short, you have, there are resources here. I mean, it, it's pretty straightforward. All of the visual content, all the menus and everything are in English in the Japanese game already. Even as you can see, the title screen is in English. Um, because it was basically a pretty straightforward port from the from the PC game. So it's really just the it's really just the voiceover dub, you know, it's the video, the English video that needs to be inserted. And Eric Amarez, he's in our Discord chat. He's in the translation uh chat and he's available like if you want to like pick his brain or you have questions, like he said, you know, go ahead and reach out to me if you have any questions. So if the right programmer I believe in the Discord. I'm sorry. His name's Eraser Mice in the Discord. Eraser Mice, that's correct, yes. Um, exactly. So so essentially, we just got to figure out how either either we got to get the video, either we got to get 10 frames per second, sorry, 15 frames per second English video swapped in, or we just got to get audio and swap it in. You know, why as... I have an idea. Go ahead. So there's some programs that you can actually use to artificial for AI, AI to artificially like increase the frame rate mm -hmm. and like upscale it. They do a lot of that for like different things where they make it oh this video acceptance in 60 frames. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't see why you don't up it to like 15 frames and mm -hmm. even though it's artificial frames and mm -hmm. it's uh, it's a hacky workaround. Yeah, I mean it should be good enough to work. So I don't see why. Maybe the, if there's a way to use that to up to 15 frames, if we can get that effect without it looking too awful. Right. I mean, honest, honestly, this is beyond me, you know, but this this could be an easy. I don't want to say easy, OK, because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but this could be a pretty straightforward project for the right person out there. It really just comes down to the fact that like Trekkies and Knight of Dragon and even Derek, a team, they have their hands full with other stuff. And um, what I don't want to have happen is just for this to get forgotten, you know what I'm saying? And, and just kind of languish yeah. and then just be forgotten because I think that already it's just, I, I, I sent an image to Ben too, you know, and he, he fired it up on his Saturn. It was like, Oh yeah, it runs great. It's just, you can't get past that first prompt. And it really is just that frame counting issue. So, I mean, you've got the original programmer, the original guy who did the codec um, at your disposal in terms of like, you know, picking his brain and asking questions, um, get into our discord chat, 
Um, and you can talk. Yeah, I'm sure you can ask questions. Knight of Dragon, he's always available and, and willing to answer questions. And of course, Trekkies, I don't think anybody knows more about like Saturn video compression than him, you know, in, in the homebrew scene. That's just kind of like his specialty, you know. Um, so if there's somebody out there, this is a call to arms, basically. This is a public service announcement that if you hear this or you know somebody who's a programmer who's looking for a project that's fairly straightforward. Um, I mean, it, it just feels like most of the work is already done for you. Just got to get past some of these little technical niggles, you know, and um, but, you know, I mean, Knight of Dragon, he was able to just write a tool that would basically swap in all of the video files into the Saturn image, make the image, and then it plays back on real hardware. So for that to even happen, you know that, uh, you know, the biggest obstacle obstacles have already been cleared. It's it's more or less an issue of, you know, figuring out the you know, the finer, finer details here. So anyway, I put a link to our discord translation chat and I'm just, uh, I'm just hoping that some, the right person will come along, uh, that will take interest in this and, and help it come to light. Cause I mean, here we could have a very good looking, uh, you know, good looking and good running, uh, English Saturn game, you know, and it's, it's cyberpunk, you know, <laughs> what's not to love. I'm not going to play this clip on our show, but they're like, when you go to this bar, um, she pulls out a gun and then you like blow her head off. <laughs> like, so, you know, it's like got definitely, it's definitely a yellow label game for violence and like, you know, probably some sexuality stuff, you know, but it's definitely, yeah. like I said, a Blade Runner esque kind of game. Yeah. So I had a couple questions real quick. Yeah, go ahead on it. So, uh, basically all they did was they just literally swapped the video out like one to one or did they have to recompress it in some aspect? Um, literally, um, and I feel like, you know, I didn't, I didn't up the image that the Knight of Dragon gave me. I probably could append the article and, and, but it literally, he just dropped it in one for one. He dropped in the PC video files, um, which albeit are in a different frame rate, but they're still true motion. And the Saturn just was like true motion played it. No problem. Um, you, you fire up the game, you get the intro logo, you get the video, you can skip ahead. Um, and then of course you get the, you get the Saturn menu, you know, screen, which says death mask, even though the videos say, uh, angel devoid, which was the original, uh, title of the game. But aside yeah, from that, because... like it all runs, you know, you press start and you, and it takes you into the first video sequence and it plays back. Like the nurse is talking to you. And then when it's your first chance to do something, your, your little reticle doesn't come up basically because it's not activated yet. So a uh, guy walks in and like blows you away and, and it happens over and over and over again. Yeah, like, cause my thinking is that if we can, if, if I can up the frame rate to 15 artificially and then re-encode it into whatever the, however the true motion is, whatever mm -hmm. the format was yeah, and replace it in there, I could maybe get around that and see if that would be able to fix our issues. Yeah. That yeah, would be, that's, that's, all, that's, a, yeah. that's one idea that might be worth pursuing for sure. Yeah, so I'll, I'll start looking to the AI upscaling and see what I can do. And mm -hmm. if I can get some more details on how exactly to what format and how to encode it, mm -hmm. I could probably encode it and see if that would be a workaround. That even though it's hacky, I mean, it's a lot easier than going to the code and, and fixing the frame rate cl uh, checking. Yeah. I, and I mean, it's again, like uh, there there are a couple different ways. That's That's one new way that I hadn't even thought of, like with the AI. Um, and I, you know, there, there are a couple different ways to approach this, but, um, for sure, like, um, th that's the only thing is I'm not sure, like, do you, you would have to re-encode it into true motion though. And, um, yeah, that's, that, that's what I'm, that's my issue is well, that that's the hardest issue that I'm running into. Yeah. Well, because I talked to it, um, I did ask, we asked Eric about that and he said, while he does have, while he does have the tools to playback true motion he doesn't at the ready have you know tools for um for creating true motion files so i mean maybe yeah. maybe one of the guys in the group does have that or have access to that but um yeah i'm not sure anyway yes. definitely um this might be a flash in the pan kind of thing it might you know it might go unanswered but i figured it was at least worth putting it out there i put it out as a tweet too and asked people to retweet it and um i figure it's just it the right person needs to come along and pick up this ball and roll with it and um, I, I think, you know, maybe uh, we could have, like, a playable game on our hands. 
Yeah. But, but yeah. I'll look into that, and if I could, uh, if I could figure out how to do that trim. Yeah, if you could do it. That'd be I rad. I could probably get all. I could try to get the frame rate up, frame rate up, and it should be good to go. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um. And uh, and that's it. That that caps off uh the news. Oh wait, 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 wait. We did uh, Mr. Burns. He posted in the Sega Extreme. He he posted um a link that I wasn't really able to write up an article about, but it was about uh dark. It was a dark savior. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Dark Savior. It's like an isometric action RPG game. And yeah. uh, I get, you know, he, there's a, so there's a, uh, there's an early beta that that's available for download over on Hidden Palace. Um, but somebody, I guess, tweeted, they were, they were um, pointing out how like the early beta has like all sorts of swearing in it. Like it has F-bombs. It has, you know, it has, uh, you know, mentions of uh, human anatomy in there yeah. it has a lot of like pretty stiff language and um of course sega toned it down and, and made it a much more like g-rated or pg-rated game you know but somebody was uh somebody was mentioning that and uh he just thought it was it was worth sharing and he's like uh would you be willing to do an would you be interested in making this news you know uh, i just didn't have time to to turn something like that into an article but i figured that we could mention it you know just uh just for the hell of it and yeah, uh, if anybody sure. wants I'm, to check out, yeah, if anybody wants to check out a R-rated language version of Dark Savior, uh, get on over to Hidden Palace and download that uh, early beta. For sure, for sure, I'll try it out. And then, um, anything else? I think that's Any, about it. That's about it. I, I think we're about time too. Yeah, so we're about time. Good time. Yeah. So, um. I was going to I was going to stream I was going to stream the the bowling game actually because uh I've kind of I, I kind of streamed I ran through all of the winter sports games that we had, you know. And yeah. um I kind of felt like it would be a lot of the same if I if I just did that today. And um since it was kind of last minute and I hadn't chosen a game, but I've been playing the bowl, bowling game a lot, I just figured I'd stream that and then we could just have a chat about whatever. So if everyone's that cool with that uh... Yeah, well, let me just close up the audio podcast for people. So uh, yeah, for sure. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week.